fucking Rob Thomas. Uh, Man, I weirdly enough, I was like, I wonder what, I wonder if Match Twenty, uh, Matchbox Twenty, still sound good. They probably do. They're so, all right. It was very fine. They get a lot of shit these days, and I don't know why they do. But... So, like Rob Thomas has come up. Maybe it's just the the parts of the internet where I frequent, but. Rob Thomas is, and Carlos Santana Smooth has come up more than yeah, one Yeah, I don't time. know why people are getting... That song's great. I don't know why people I are getting that shit. Is it, all yeah. like the, is it all like the 10th anniversary of it or something like that? Maybe. Let me just very quickly fact check. There was an article. Why was I reading an article? There was an article about the enduring legacy of Rob Thomas featuring Santana Smooth. Or, sorry, Santana featuring Rob Thomas is Smooth. Where did I read it? Was it on like fucking BuzzFeed or something? Oh, that's when it came up because it came up during the Olympics. Did it? So this is this is directly from the, the MTV. Like this year's Olympics. Yeah. So like this is from the MTV article that was came out like the fifteenth of this month. Um, Santana's nineteen ninety song "Smooth" been a monster pop hit, sturdy radio staple, joke meme, and most likely a measuring stick for US swimmer Katie Ledecky's astounding Olympic victory. The video matching her freestyle win to the opening moments of the track has been wiped from Twitter courtesy of NBC. So you missed it this weekend. Start playing smooth as soon as Ledecky hits the wall and the next best swimmer won't complete her race until Matchbox oh, Rob Thomas is finished singing the line. 17 seconds later, that's where it came back. I remember this now. Yeah. Yeah, the IOC took it down. Well, the original tweet anyway. Somebody must have copied it somewhere. The IOC took down the best Olympic tweet. Totally. Like, it just says, tweet withheld in response to a report from a copyright holder. Fuck! Again from this article. 17-year-old pop song crescendoed into full-on revival at the beginning of this summer. In 2016, Smooth is a BuzzFeed quiz, the subject of a failed Kickstarter, a t-shirt slogan, an Onion article, and a Neil Ciserga remix. Okay. How well do you know the lyrics to Smooth by Santana featuring Rob Thomas? Uh, quite well. Okay. Fill in the glass. Man, it's a hot one, like blank inches from the midday sun. Seven. Correct. <laughs> well, I hear you whisper the words and melt everyone but you blank. Wait, hang on. <laughs> do not Google step, this. Step in my groove or something like that. Do you, want, do you want the four options? Yeah. Stay so cool, stay so true, say you're through, say I'm true. Say the, say the whole thing again. Well, I hear you whisper... And the words melt everyone, but you... You stay so cool, I think it is. Correct. Yeah. My Manikita, my Spanish Harlem... Mona Lisa. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> this is quite clearly the dumbest thing we've ever done, but I'm going to finish it now. Yeah. <laughs> You're my blank, the step in my groove, yeah. The options are You're reason for living... reason for reason. Reason for reason is an option, and you correct. Yeah. And if you said this life ain't good enough, I would give my world to blank you up. Left? Yep. Yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah, this goes on for a while. We've get, we've gathered Christ. that you're you're there. What was the Kickstarter? Kickstarter was sort of a festival dedicated to Carlos Santana's Smooth SmoothCon twenty sixteen. The whole festival. <laughs> God damn it. As far as conventions go, man, SmoothCon would be a hot one. Which <laughs> So far, the list of events includes a Santana and Rob Thomas cosplay, vendors of the smoothest foods, and a hologram performance of Santana featuring hologram Rob Thomas of Matchbox 20. This is great. Has currently raised, I mean, this is a while ago. This was 
last year, tail end of last year, but has raised $5.25 over its $200,000 goal. There are four backers. Oh, that's him. Oh, man. At least we got some good shit for the pre-roll. Ugh. I just need to cut that down to a minute and a half now. I'll be fine. We'll figure it out. of August 2016 and this is the Game Engine Start Podcast. My name is Ewan. My name is Calm. And it's a feel with the releases that we've had over the past couple of weeks that we should ask the eternal question that yep. usually ends up coming up in like pub conversations and things like that but it produces sure. usually some interesting questions. If you had the choice God, okay. And you, would you remove your arm and replace it with a robot one? If I get like had the choice well, I mean, like, like, I've, not like, inju- I've not injured myself yeah, or anything. Like, you're like, a perfectly healthy human being, but dude comes up to you and says, hey, I can give you a robot arm. So you're basically asking if I want to deus ex myself. And kind of, yeah. Like, og. would you og yourself? Yeah, fuck yes. Of course yeah. I would. So what, yeah. what, would, what would be, like, the minimum requirement for your, your, new, your new arm? Well, what would I have to be able to do? Yeah, like, obviously, like, we're assuming it has the fun- functions of a normal um, arm, but... yes. You mean like what when it does the weird Adam Jensen plate separation thing where it transforms other yeah. things? What, what do you want? It? What would you well, have like, in your arm? Well, I want, I want it to have like a wrist computer because I assume at that point in history we're going to have computers on our wrists. Sure. So I want to be able to like I want to be able to punch deck on my wrist, basically. <laughs> sure. And yep. like have have cool things on my wrist, but uh, other than that, um, hmm, it's a hard question. It is. For me, it would be I would want my hand to do the 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 ghost in the shell thing, where it splits up and turns into like a bunch of little for typing really fast on a keyboard. Oh, like the little fingers thing. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be really useful, actually. Just have like one of those on every just key. Just more more appendages, just to totally hack out, hash out your yeah. code. Totally. Either that. Or to be honest, cat. to be honest, if I if I wanted any sort of of the Deus Ex style mods, I want the. Uh, the smart vision HUD shades that sure. Jensen has. Totally. Like, not so much the eyes. The eyes he only really uses for this, like, weird HUD stuff, right? It's the yeah. shades that have the I assumed the, the cool HUD things. was on the shades. That's what I thought as well. But if you look at the actual, like, tech tree, I think the HUD is on his eyes. Oh, and his okay. shades are something else. Or maybe huh. it's all together. I don't know. But yeah, I would want that. Mainly because I want those cool yellow shades at any point in my life. But also, the HUD seems quite cool. Those shades are awesome. They are. But like, I want imagine, that and I want wrist computers. That's can all. you imagine just walking around your own place and then just seeing like a whole section of the wall that just says like structural weakness? And you're like, wait, yeah. that's no, wait. Or you, you, you look in your own flat and suddenly like one tiny bit of the wall glows yellow. It's like, wait, there's a safe behind there. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. Why are there vents really cool. everywhere? Why wow, there's so many vents? Why is everything fucking black and gold? God. How, how <laughs> are those, that, those eyes or the, those implants tuned to not show, like, computers or any of that kind of stuff, but can show the covers of vents. 
Like, what specific That's setting really, do they have to be they're in? They're really important in the future, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, they're all Where huge. every fucking room has vents that all connect into other rooms. Yeah, and, and are just... They the don't vent anything. The vents in this thing yeah. don't actually vent anything. Nope. They just go into other rooms. Like, I, I assume that people in that world just stopped making doors at some point. And just went, ah, we don't need to build a door. They'll just go through the vent. It'll be fine. They go through the vent. One of my favourite things was there was a vent that I found that was, like, behind someone's desk that led into someone else's office. And I yeah. thought, if that guy's sitting at his desk and he fucking rips a bad one, like, <laughs> right at his desk, yep. Yep. that's going to travel and fucking Mary down in 7B down the hall is going <laughs> to fucking murder pissed. someone. Yeah, yeah. Totally. People How in my office, and people in my office can't go over the fact that someone is thinking out our toilet. Can you imagine if you sit in an office where someone's farting and directly into a vent that goes into your face? That's... But like, like crawling through those vents, like there's such an echo, like there's such a there's they're so acoustically boom, significant. Yeah. Like you would hear it from all those distances well, away. Yeah, totally. You'd hear you, it like clang against the metal. And... You would know exactly who did it, and, it's, and they're just the right <laughs> okay. size. Where like when it happens for the seventh time that day, you just be right. Fuck it, climb in the vent, figure out where it goes, and just yeah, hit the go guy. Murder. Murder Keith and it's the point A4 your, your carbon fiber blades come out of your wrist and your nano blades. You can fire Creed some shit. Yeah, that would so be get, pretty cool to be like. You'd get arrested if you had that in your robot arm, but it'd be pretty cool to have. Totally. Like do the thing. It would be pretty the, good. It was the thing I didn't, I didn't, just I didn't comprehend from the original game. What that they've made very clear in this one that it's like the the wrist blades are like tape that kind of. It like it comes in a roll that goes in the arm and it kind of comes oh, out. Oh, does that explain? I never I said you well, that because well, you get the you get because um, like, I mean, you can, like fire it. it out of your hand. Yeah, you, you get ammo yeah. for it, and it's like it's just like a roll of tape that goes in and oh. it, kind of, it shoots up and locks itself in position. There's a whole lore. Who behind... the fuck is producing tapes of nano planes? That's it's just dangerous. Like a, it's just like sheets of carbon fiber or something like that. That I uh, sure, I guess they've also got to be making like. The, the typhoon ammo and stuff like that like yeah but that's like experimental military stuff yeah, that so makes so sense the wrist blades like they're not is it i thought they were like i thought when you said rolls of tape i thought you were like commercially bought not, no no okay. no i mean like yes they're like you're the butcher's not fucking using them to slice some ham oh like, that'd be great i want to go imagine? and see nano butcher yeah really like gets a kid pig carcass out it's like ching, ching, and gives you some ribs like that'd the arm opens great. up and the hand goes yeah. out and just the blade comes out it's just, yeah that'd be great Oh. Hold a horn, hand turns into a giant sword. That'd be if, great. If only. So in case it hasn't been clear, Deus Ex came out. <laughs> yeah, it did. And it's kind of taken over. Or, uh, it's a really good video game. It's, it's a, a very really, good video really game. good video game. And it's really unfortunate as well that somebody asked me on um, last week, because after it, been, so it was like the Thursday when it came out on Tuesday, and they were like, oh, you're playing that, that new Deus Ex. Is it any good? And the only thing you can say is like, did you like the last one? Because it's definitely it's, more of that. Yeah, it's, like, it's more of that with some smoothing out and some new things. It's a and, refined version of one of those things. Yes, man, it is which is great. Human Revolution was a fantastic video game. So totally, and it's it 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 just it just reinforces the fact that sci-fi does so much for me that I that just won't work if you were to take that exact thing and pl- plant it in our timeline because like because it it's, it feels very much like what I assume Dragon Age is like. Where you're walking around and like random quests will spawn, and it's, you'll just yeah. This is the, the the second I started like playing it for real in air quotations and like discovered what that game actually is. 
my first thought was like, man, this is going to be like Skyrim for Yoon, except on like a smaller scale. Like it's not huge and grand and vast, but it's the same sort of idea of like you're just kind of walking around and yeah, it's kind of closer stuff to, up and talking to people. And, it's closer to a, the to a, to a Witcher and a Dragon Age than it is to Skyrim, I think, where like all the quests have been written like properly and have voices and and all that kind of stuff. That yeah. wasn't a dig. Like I'm just saying, like the quality of the stuff that's been thought out, the 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 kind sure, of depth yeah. of the quests, anyway. Yeah, um, it's, it the, it's, it's, the, it's the fact that you can't you understand why those mechanics are good, but your well, brain totally. won't let you translate it back and play fantasy games because your brain just gets so just turned like, off by it. Because there's so many, just that that world is so much more interesting than any amount of shitty dwarves will. It's the same shit. It's the same. It's like it's the same. Oh. It's the same like segregation angle that's ha- in this exact story where it's now like back into the first game when human- the end of human revolution happened and the inc- the og incident as it's now called where all the ogs went crazy and killed a bunch of people yeah. now go forward is it five years after ten years I can't remember what it is sorry a few years anyway you, you may hear like cannons years. you may hear cannons in the background it's the fireworks for the last day of the fringe going off outside my Fuck window sick all right but. It's like three years or five years or something after the end of Human Revolution, and yeah. Ogs are now a segregated party from well, normal even, or it's natural. It's less than that. It's like a year, isn't it? Cause, Is it two years? I thought it was two years. Because well, Jensen yeah. says that he get, when he got picked up after the end of the first game, he was in some lab for a year. Oh, right. Okay, sure. Something like so, that. Yeah. Ogs so, yeah, so, are now a segregated class from the naturals, as they're called, who are people yeah. who aren't, aren't augmented. Uh and you, but that that segregation angle is the same shit that you get in fantasy stories. It's the same shit as like, oh, people don't trust elves. It's exactly the same as it was in Dragon Age, where the elves got segregated into their own little alien age, and there was a whole plot of like alien uh, elf uprising and all that. It's the same shit. It's just one's a don't, fantasy setting and one's a future setting. It's just a it's, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Your brain just can't get over dwarfs and elves, and it should because, because those games are fantastic. Because you can't. You cannot, like, you can't wristblade anyone in that game. You cannot, like, go invisible and then sneak up behind people and then shoot them with, like, a laser gun. And it's just, it's, all you can do is, oh, can I stab the dude? No. Can I sneak past the dude? No. Oh, well. I better just hit him with a hammer. Like, sure, that's kind all right. Of, like, I don't know. It, it, there's there's more freedom in there. But anyway, regardless. Like, so yeah, it follows directly on from the last game, um, or, like, with a year's gap and... Yeah, so that the, the whole kind of tension between Ogs and, and Naturals is the core of that entire game, it seems. It does it in the... There's the really obvious ways, which is like, oh, there's police oppression against the Og people who are like getting pushed up against walls with guns on them, and yeah. there's a bunch of laws and segregation and all that stuff. But it's, also, it's done really subtly as well, where there's like... The things that I noticed were, if you go into a subway station, yeah. which you do a lot in this game because you travel around Prague, there's yeah. like... Uh, there's a divider between the the naturals cabins yeah. and the ogs cabins. Yeah, yeah. And if you go past the divider, it's like everything it's like a really nice subway station and then you pass the divider and the og thing looks like shit. Like yeah. the platform totally. isn't clean, it's covered in dirt. There's like mess everywhere, like they're not trying. So it's like little subtle things that are telling you that these things are other than the really obvious ones. There are also these like weird like dynamic world things that are telling you about it as well. They're actually really cool. And if you go on the wrong, you can do the thing where you go on the wrong cabin. Yeah. And the the like loading thing that happens, which is just kind of like Jensen standing in a carriage. If you do it in the Og one, it's like normal. But if you do it in the the Naturals cabin, you have like mothers like shielding their children. Totally. So I did, I, did it, I, I did it accidentally the first time. 
And I was like, yeah, why me is too. everyone... Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm an intimidating... Look, Jensen's an intimidating looking guy, regardless, but like... they're Jens giving wears sh- shades at night time and has yeah. an awesome French coat and a but fucking then, sword in his arm. That's... But then as soon as you walk out of the thing, like, please stop, you can go, that's a that's a natural's only cabin. I was like, oh... Yeah, let me see your papers and... Yeah. So like the they actually of, make it, they actually, they actually make it difficult for you in the game because you're wasting time talking to the police in a video totally. game because you so said the wrong thing. That was the bit that got me as well because there's a separate og and natural entrances into the subway as yes. well. Yes, yeah. And because you have because you work for like an anti-terrorism group, you have you're the papers. Part Interpol. Yeah. Part, yeah, sorry, you're part of Interpol, um, and you have all the papers that say look, you can go anywhere. Like this is not a problem. But yeah, if you you can and you can totally go through the naturals exit of the thing. But every single time the police stop you, check your papers, and say, ah, well, fuck you, you clank, which is a great, yeah. fucking amazing slur for augmented clank people. Clank is great, yeah. Um, and wrench was another one that I've been hearing quite a lot. Um, yeah, they, they will stop you every single time. So I'm just doing it out of fucking spite now. Like, no, fuck you. I'm gonna yeah, no, I'm going to stand here and I'm going to... Look at my papers. <laughs> yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to waste your time, you're going to waste my time, we're going to do this. Um... But man, yeah, that game is that game is something else. Like the story, I don't how, like how many hours did you put into it at this point? Um, I don't know. I'll look at my Steam played count right now, and I'll I I tell about, you. Oh, it must be about nine or ten at this point. That can't least. be right. I well, must have left this on. So I left mine on. So my number's useless now. So because mine says nineteen, and there's no way I've played nineteen hours of this video no, game. I, I've done about ten, I think. Um, I must be about ten. Must be. Maybe. So we're obviously not going to talk specific story stuff, but just the, no. you know, the overall setting, like, that is a great... Prague is a fantastic-looking future city. Like, it just... It is, but it's not, like... I don't get why it had to be Prague, is my point. It's like, there's really, no unique thing about it. It's... I think like, you could, could, you, could do, you could do that segregation angle in, like, any city. I just don't oh, get totally. why it has to be Prague. But I think I think it was more that it was like they wanted to kind of put like old European city to get the kind of the specific types of architecture along with oh along with the, the new, new stuff. okay sure that makes sense I guess um, but just like the <laughs> there was a I saw a tweet during the week that was somebody playing through it and they were like just various screenshots of like the buildings and signs and stuff that are in Prague and it was just something along the lines of man this game sure was art directed wasn't it like it's got yeah. such a consistent. Look. style like the first game which all had a very consistent style and look to but they, it but it's they, like it felt like they kind of cheated the first game where they used the color like where like it wasn't the really, black and gold yeah like it wasn't even that much of an exaggeration like it was really just black and gold to it's all of, black and gold yeah but this one like there's a lot there's more colors there's at least seven or eight more colors yeah you're in, in you're in, you're right you're in like an old european city so there's a lot of like white stones and yeah. like red doors and all this and there's different. just so much like there's so much design on everything like it feels like these guys should actually be architects or product designers or yeah it's, like it, the it, thing the thing that i said to you was the thing that i want other than like augmentation and stuff like that which would be cool the thing i want most to happen in the real world out of the video game is the clothes because the, totally. all the clothes look fucking amazing yeah and they're all it's a really cool unique style and I've told you before, there's a woman in my work who dresses like that, and she looks amazing every time. How did you describe like, it? Was like neoclassical or something like that? Was neo Renaissance was the way that I described it. Yeah, because it's all like it's all it's futuristic. So it's all like either like hexagons, which is like the futuristic thing, or it's all like modern like suit stylings with like Renaissance era like paraphernalia around it. So like the yeah. the woman in my work has like a normal like suit jacket 
combo mm-hmm. with like a skirt and stuff like that. But the shirt that she wears has the like high ruffle thing. Right. That, sure. Like the um, Eliza Kassan and stuff. Not as high as that one, but like sure, sure, up sure. to like the, the, the lower parts of her hair or whatever. It looks awesome. It's <laughs> so classy, but it's stylish at the same time. It's fantastic. And like everyone, but, like everyone's clothes are like asymmetrical to some degree and they've all got that yeah. same kind of polygonal pattern somewhere on them with a little bit of like right, filigree so and stuff in it. It's, it's Jensen looks like such a badass and it's so because cool. like in part, Part of it is just because of the clothes he wears. He has like the combat boots, but then his like his trench coat looks amazing, and the rest of the, like his actual like uh, like uh, combat gear is all great. And yeah. the there's just shades the, the, are brilliant. There's and, so much detail. In, like I, yeah. one of the guys that I try and do it without spoilers, but there's the guy later on that has the giant ogged arm. Yes, you kind of meet. Um, yeah. And even just like watching the cutscene where you're talking to him, like that arm is incredibly yeah, well so much because there, yeah. there's like pistons moving as he moves his arm and all this kind of stuff. It's, it's such a good looking game, and it's yeah. just, it's just it's just fun. Like it's I don't it's, it, it, it's fun. It's fun through the the way that those games are fun, and mm. then you just kind of have infinite choice totally. of like ways you can do things you can choose not to do stuff you can do it in different ways huge chunks of that like my favorite part uh, from the last time i played was i was back in the main hub and i was just i was walking between two objectives and i heard something and i turned around and one of the this isn't really a spoiler but i'm not gonna tell you what actually happens but there's a there's a like an ad sign that starts glitching out oh yeah 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 and I was like, what the fuck is going on? And like, I, I swear to God that thing said your, said my name. And you turn and yeah. look at it, it starts a cutscene, and there's a whole fucking quest track that goes down yep. there. Um, really cool quest track. Well, so I haven't really finished cool, it like, yet. So yeah, like, just stuff like that, that. And like, talking to people can net you so much, so many more yeah. benefits. And just like, yeah. actually participating in conversations and you end up with all these these kind of side objectives that are going on and, and all this stuff. It's just... There's so much writing as well. as writing and everything. Yeah. All the emails are really well written. All the pocket like, secretaries are great. It's, totally. Like, I started... Like you, you get so much out of just taking your time and, like, reading through the emails and stuff. Like, really sad stuff, really interesting totally. stuff. Of, it's, uh, especially in, like, the, the Og Ghetto later on. Golem um, City, yeah. There's a lot of real hard Real stuff depressing in there. shit that goes on yeah. in there, yeah. Um, and there's stuff but like, again like, that, that even that place has a really cool unique style where it's all totally. just like they've they, 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 they spend the entire game talking about how Golem City is just the place that they put Ogs yeah. and totally looks thrown together but yeah. at the same time has got really high tech look, like looks to it and yeah, it's like greatly it's like the tech has been here forever and it's old and worn now but still ahead of what we have so it's this yeah. it's, it's it plays it really well just so many hung uh, fluorescent light bulbs as well just everywhere yeah. at weird angles and yeah. yeah but like even like last time I, I started a quest that is seems to be just like a straight up Ellie noir investigation like you actually get mm. to be a cop at some point and so like here's a yeah. here's a crime you get to scene. do your job yeah so you get there and oh god there's bodies everywhere what the yeah. fuck and, yeah. and then you actually end up investigating it and yeah and just the, the amount of... They, they do a lot of... Like, all the systems... Everything's scripted together. It seems very solid. Like, uh, it, not so a lot of time when you get games like this, like, the scripting feels a bit weird, or, like, it's not quite... Effect, like, especially the original Deus Ex, like, in the original Unreal Engine. Like, that thing... 
you could see it kind of spinning apart every now and then because everything was kind of like you can go to this area but only if you talk to this guy and this you have this item and this switch has been flicked and you've read this thing and it never quite felt solid but this is like the fact that they mark areas specifically as this is a restricted area and the people in here know you should not be here mm-hmm. benefits so much because you, you you start talking to people and then they like they blow you off or they, they try and get you to leave or whatever it is. Then you realize there's a whole restricted area behind them. And you're like, okay, I need to figure out how to break into this place. Yeah. Um, I, the options that you get to do that, to actually get in places, it seems like they have accounted for most possible configurations of augmentations that you have where any location, like if you don't have the jump augmentation to get on the roof, then you, if you, then you can use the, like the slightly more advanced hacking bit, or there's a underground um, sewer pipe, or there's a vent. Or if you've got the strength hog, you can like put a bin under something and jump up. Yeah. Or if you've got, or if you've got bunches of ammo, you can just run in and shoot everyone. Like it's, they appear to have taken account of every single possibility. Like I think I've only seen one so far where it was like, oh, I actually can't do this right now. I need to come back when I have better hogs. There's one situation I've seen so far. Yeah. And just the ability to be able to talk your way out of a bunch of situations is great. Yeah. Like, like none of the, it's thing- the like being able to do the weird like first person zoom in, like try and persuade them to do something thing is yeah. really cool. It's yeah. awesome. Like that's that's. I wonder what that would be like if you didn't have the social enhancer. Social enhancer. Yeah. yeah. You just like, I don't know if you, I don't know if you can even do that without that. Mod, you can't like but- it's the all the options are the same. All the text up. Oh, really? You just don't have the, you the just don't personality have the, types? Or? Yeah. And you don't even have, like, their little bio that says, like, oh, they're easily impressed or or that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, it's such a good, it's such a good game. It really is. It's a very, it's a, it it's is. a very well-made and designed and built game. Yeah. I, the, it, the minor problems I have with it is it doesn't run great on PCs. Like. Yeah, it's, like, I, I'm running. It's a bit shit. I'm running everything on high, I think. Maybe it drops a couple of things and it's it's jumpy at points, but like yeah. it'll run pretty flawlessly for a while, but some scenes it'll just kind of it'll just shit the bed every now and then. Yeah, that's um, what it does for me as well. So, it, ru- it runs fine ninety percent of the time and then like every so often when I'm like loading in between subway zones, sure. it shits the bed and loads forever and then when I get out it's stuttery as fuck and doesn't fi- doesn't fix itself for like yeah, minutes like, at a time and Which is the one thing I'll say if people are looking to get this on console. Like apparently it runs fine on con- like acceptably on console and it's pretty consistent. Partly like even on PC that first load can be a tough load. Like it's like yeah. I don't know whether it's just like the particular place I'd saved or something like that, but there was one time when I started back up and that first load took about four minutes. Like yeah, it's, it's real rough. Yeah. Um, so what I'm hoping is that in a couple of weeks' time, they're releasing a patch which adds DirectX 12 support, which theoretically should smooth a bunch of that. Oh really? Okay. Uh, if your card supports it, which I'm assuming yours does because you just bought it. Um, fucking 960. It probably yeah, should better fucking support DX12. Um, but yeah, so hopefully that smooths out a bunch of the the problems that are there, and also just like I guess I don't understand what. DX actually is, but sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll explain off air, but yeah, sure. Is, that is a really really cool game. Um, yeah, I, I, I am I am enjoying it massively. It's it's a lot of fun and it's yeah. really cool and interesting. And while well, the, the 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 like again, I've been saying this a lot about about games recently, and it's, it's kind of starting to annoy me. While a lot of the the stuff that they're trying to say in air quotations is really heavy handed, 
Like, yeah. they're not hiding stuff very well. It's still interesting to sit and go through. Yeah, it does. And it I don't think that even in the, in, in the small amount I've played this game, they're not talking about the weird, like, the, the Illuminati shadow conspiracy stuff as much as I would like, but it's still I get the feeling that's going to come at some point. Like there's it's got to be the end, because, I mean, they didn't talk about that at all in the last game until the very, very end. Yeah, because so, even, like, even, like, in the, the first, first game, like, the MJ-12 stuff didn't happen until at least three-quarters of the way through the game. Oh, you didn't get that until fucking Paris or something like that, yeah. right? Was like, MJ-12 it was, it was late, yeah. late on. Um... Uh, but yeah, like it, it does seem like the main, which is what I'd heard before I start playing. But the main story is not the draw. Like, no, get, the, the side all the side stuff, stuff is all like these fantastically like succinct stories that have been put together are yep. are kind of where the the gold is, I think, in there. And um, and just to like allay people's fe- fears if they haven't picked it up yet and are just reading a bunch of like shitty message boards, the pre order stuff is just not an issue. Like. Oh. Yes, there are microtransactions out the ass for that game. You don't need fucking any of nope. them. Completely unnecessary. I thought I, I it, you start off in that game being like, man, I could really do with some more practice kits, and then you're just kind of like, I ah, fuck, I don't know what I want anymore. Yeah, like too many. I've now got kits. all the stuff that I feel like I need. Like yeah. I got, I got max level stealth, uh, camo thing, all the hacking stuff. Yeah, and the best smart vision, and now I'm like, I don't think I need anything else. You're already playing it so different for me, but yeah. Yeah, and Um, then so I just like I got one of the experimental logs. I was like, oh, let's see what this Tesla thing's about, and Tesla's pretty cool. Like, as fun, fun thing to use. That was it is a consistent problem in video games that when they, as it's called, Metroid you, which is I was going to say they Metroid you to fuck in that game, but it's a really cool way of doing it. They they it's not quite the Metroid thing of oh fuck she fell over and all of it's gone. Like, Like it's. But they, it's more they just, smart than that. They justify it and also build story, on top of it. Story away how you suddenly have more powers than you did before. Yeah. Um, in a that's really, a, that, really, that's a really great scene. That that's is a really cool scene. Because there's, there's, there's audible, I don't give away because it's a really cool moment, but yes, that's a yeah. great, great moment. Um, almost one that we should probably write down for a game of the year thing. Yeah, like, that probably. Was, we'll we'll cool. talk about that. Um, but yeah, like the DLC stuff, uh, sorry, the the microtransaction the stuff is just, just not required. Yeah. The pre-order stuff is a little bit weird, but again, like I haven't cashed. What does it even in. get? What do you get? You get like a bunch of consumable stuff and oh, okay. two gold versions or like elite versions of two guns. But the thing is, any of the consumable stuff. So like, there's a credit boost, there's a praxis kit, and a bunch of other things. The consumable stuff is one shot. Like you use yeah. it on one save, and then you can't use it again. Like, it's just gone forever then. Yeah, sure. Which is, yeah, totally fine. And then the guns, however, you can use for once per save. So once per game, anyway. Yeah. Um, so if you start a new game, you can totally cash them in again. But, like, I haven't cashed any of them in, and like, nope. I don't feel the need to. Nope. Like, people that are getting really irate about the microtransaction stuff, it's just pissing me off, because it's like, hey, if you're smart enough to, like, care that this is a problem, it's totally not a problem, and you should know that. The breach, no, totally. It's fine. Like the the breach for a game stuff, so well designed that you should trust the creators of it to not fucking ruin their game with weird yeah, shit totally. like that. And like, I haven't had the chance to try breach yet because they suggest you finish the story before you do. It's um, weird. It's, oh, have you actually tried it? Yeah, it's a weird like the the story behind it is just kind of like oh you're you're trying to hack into the Palisades Bank thing, sure, but you're doing it as a hacker collective. So like it's it's kind of like speedrunning and 
like puzzles at the same time. It's weird. It's a weird right. thing. It's kind of cool, but it's, it's but there it's is different. there is some like microtransaction stuff in there, which apparently is the only place where you might see it being useful. But apparently the mode's not particularly great to warrant it, so don't even yeah. don't even worry about it. Um, yeah, fucking really, really awesome. Remember, game. remember how good the original Deus Ex was, like at the time. Like, remember how well, like, amazing first, that first game one. was? Like, yeah, like that real was, first Deus Ex. That thing was a was a revelation at the time. Yeah, it like, it, it, it's, wait. it's it's probably one of the most important video games. It, it definitely did something very very different for the time. Totally, like, was... they, they took what Half Life did with like first person storytelling stuff and just mm-hmm. cranked up to eleven, and actually just yeah. did the like. There are totally multiple ways you can do this. It was the first time people somebody said that and they actually meant it. Yeah, like because you can you can totally do what you want and go in entirely different ways and do whatever. Yeah, that was one of the first games I actually I tried a map editor for because it was just the, I remember <laughs> it was the original Unreal Engine. Um, yeah, and I remember just messing about with it and working out like you, oh you could you can totally put keypads here with hack. Um, with specific hack levels that will open these doors and do yeah, yeah. It's, it's a really cool game to mess about did you, with uh, did you get the the achievement for being a smart arse that's played all the other games I mm, uh, don't know did you not okay. I don't think so because I did I'll go check <laughs> yeah um, yeah awesome awesome game um, I'm sure I'm we'll really, be talking really about it yeah. um, later on in the year so I've got a bunch of kind of smaller stuff um, I so a game I've been following for a while called Virginia, um, which I yes. pointed you at. Um, they, I've been following for a while. They announced a release date and released a demo um, just last week. And yeah. I jumped into that. I'm super interested in that game. I know you weren't particularly enamoured. No, I wasn't really enamoured. When they were talking about how it was like, oh, it's like Twin Peaks and all that sort of stuff, I got kind of interested. And I can definitely see the influence where yeah. it's like bizarre investigation cop thing in some unknown town in a weird situation i get all that yeah it's i just don't understand anything that happened in that totally like demo. it's a very like, a, a demo is supposed to make you interested it got me interested but it's still like i i have no clue what anything that game is like sure it, if, if it's if it's just what that demo was which was like walking around and picking stuff up like Sure, you can do those games and do them well, but it's, I, I don't, I'm not quite there yet. So the things it's, that kind of got me originally when they were talking about it was that they said yes, like heavily influenced by like Fargo and Twin Peaks and and that kind of stuff, and also that they were big fans of uh, what's his name, Brandon Chung, the Blendo guy. Yes, when he yeah. taught uh, specifically Thirty Flights of Loving, where that whole game is done through jump cuts. Where, like, yeah, you just kind of go scene, 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 yeah. yeah. And that, that's obviously very evident in that demo. So it's like a kind of um, kind of cel-shaded, or pseudo-cel-shaded... Um, it's, it's, it's a kind of, like, it's the Firewatch style, but everybody's more, like, blocky. It's, fi- it's Firewatch there's, there's with more the sharper dial... angles on it. With the dial turned slightly more towards Wind Waker, a little bit. No, um, Wind Waker was really smooth. It's like, this has got more... Like, the heads are almost... Uh, yeah, no, you're like, right. It's, 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 a, it's, it's a blockier Firewatch. Yeah. is kind of what it looks like. Um, but it seems like the, the the thing is that there's no speech at all. Um, the whole thing is that communic- consistent throughout the whole game. I believe so, but the demo definitely yeah. doesn't have any doesn't have any speech, um, and it's all communicated through environment and kind of animation and interaction with other characters and all and all this kind of stuff. Um, 
it's a really, really interesting thing. Like, it's just, I, I am, I am very interested to see where that thing goes. So the demos- it is, it is an interesting idea. I yeah, want to totally. see what happens with yeah, it. Totally. If um, you so, if you end up getting it and you're like, oh, there's something interesting here to see, totally, then I'll yeah. go sure I'll be, buy I'll be it. But... It's it it seems right up my alley. Um, so the demo's on Steam. Anyone can go Fucking can go pick that pretentious up. Pretentious asshole. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's basically on my business card at this point. Yeah. Um, I tried just because I was waiting for something else to download or finish. I tried Snow, which is the free to play. You really want another DSX, another SSX game, don't you? I really, really do. So I was looking through it. And I remember. Oh, this has snowboards in it. Go. Oh, Jesus. Did you just play snow and then play like an SSX music playlist and be like, it's almost the same. So that's what I'm hoping. I was hoping that it would be like some kind of SSX methadone that I could kind of wean no, me off No, like, that's supposed to be like almost realistic style snowboarding, right? It's like more so, than the arcade. So, yeah, so I'd, heard, I'd heard about snow, oh God, months ago now. Um, yeah. I remember seeing it. it might have been a Kickstarter or I can't even remember but I'd heard it was a thing and then yes. it appeared in Steam and I saw it was free to play so it was like okay sure I'll I'll test out the engine and, and see what it does slapping your arm at the same time yeah um, and it seems like they're going to do it through pay for it through cosmetics so there's a whole store for like buying new goggles and boots and shit um, the snowboarding side of that game is complete trash it is <laughs> So they started with as a skiing, or they've started with skiing, and I I didn't care about the skiing part of it. I just wanted to try the snowboarding part, and it seems like the snowboarding part. So I should also say it's early yeah. access, which is also yes. important. Yeah. Um, but the snowboarding thing seems real early to the point where the physics make no fucking sense, and right. there's no sense of speed, and just the trick system is broken in a bunch of. Very interesting ways. The tutorial gives you the wrong buttons for doing stuff, which is fun. Um, but I did not try the the skiing part, which has been there for a lot, lot longer. And and I, this is the first time I've ever quit out of a game like that. Gone. This has mostly positive Steam reviews. I'm missing something here. And I went yeah. in, and everyone was talking about the skiing part of it. And one guy right. said the snowboarding is fucking broken. And I was like, okay, so okay, we're, sure. we're still working on it. But yeah, it is, and it doesn't even look particularly good. Um, pretty decent. Soundtrack. Well, let me let me tell let me tell you. See if you want a snowboarding game. Mm. <laughs> there is a series that I know of called SSX. Oh, you may or may not enjoy. <laughs> yeah, fuck. They need to put that out on PS4. They need to have it on now or something. What the, that that game or like a remaster? I'll take a remaster, but I'll take any way I can play it, to be honest. Can they not just remaster 3? That's kind like of we've been asking them to for years. Yeah, I might I, I might just... I need to order... I, I was looking at PS2 cables. I was looking at PS2, like... Complete. Please tell me you're not going to do up our PS2 specifically to play SSX3. No, I got, I, I got, uh, I got donated uh, uh, one of the slim PS2s from a friend. Right, like, and it works. Yeah, he was clearing out his cupboard and was like, do you want a PS2? I was like, fucking yeah, I do, because ours doesn't work anymore. Um, yeah. so yes yeah, so I was looking at like PS2 to HDMI converter cables and all this kind of stuff just to see if I can yeah. make it into my, my system and stuff like that but yeah that'll, that'll happen this week because I get paid so I'll I'll get back to you on whether S6-3 holds up um, I want to play S6-3 yeah <laughs> man um, so yeah Snow is not good right now but keep an eye on it in case it maybe appears yeah, it's early at some point so I'm, I'm pinning all my hopes on Steep now like steep, steep, um, yeah. from 
God, yeah. Ubisoft from yeah. Michelle and Sell's Mine Factory. <laughs> yeah. No, that wasn't a Michelle and Sell game. Was it not? No, it's... But did he not announce game. it on stage? No. Um, oh, shit. What was the Michelle and Sell game? So, no, that's... You're confusing Michelle and Sell with the guy who's in charge of Ubisoft. Is that not Michelle and Sell? No, Michelle and Sell was the Assassin's Creed guy who's working on Wild. Is it? Yeah. Eve Gimo okay. is the... Eve Guillermo is the, the, the Ubisoft, Ubisoft guy that's I'm thinking yes. of, you're right. Yes, um, head of Ubisoft, Eve Guillermo. Yeah, how could you how could His you Mind Factory created Steep. Totally, Steep. But there's, yeah. like a, there's like an umlaut over the... I don't know. Uh, I don't know how language works. No, umlauts um, elong, elongate the vowel sound. <laughs> you uh, shorten it. Spent a couple of weekends with the Titanfall 2 beta. Um, oh, fuck yes! I game looks rad <laughs> yeah so that game is pretty rad um, I've seen so much footage of it I'm like man I want to play that now yeah, that so, they were so, doing, to, so the open beta was just on console PS4 and Xbox One um, because they are hiding a lot of their story stuff and they said that like their, their thinking behind it was like as soon as we put anything out on PC it leaks so we're just not going to put it out on PC <laughs> we're just going to do it on consoles and, and let it go from there because people just because anytime one of these things appears on PC people just data mine it for like happened for Overwatch and stuff like that. They start date mining characters and and, and things yeah. out of the code. So console only. Um, that game is super cool. Um, I really really enjoyed the, the first Titanfall just because it was. Yeah, Titanfall one time. was great. I really loved that game. Yeah. So they appear to have like they've they've tightened it up. They've done the big complaint I had with the first one, which is there wasn't enough shit to unlock. Like there was yeah. the gun and the progression everyone... was really short. Yeah. yeah. So at least now there's like. I mean, again, obviously not all the equipment was in the beta, but there are now, like, three guns, um, and the slightly more specialised guns, they can be used pretty effectively at this point. Yeah. Um, the Titans are still fucking awesome. Like, dropping a Titan down... a big laser chest! You can fucking yeah, unibeam, that, like, Iron Man. That thing does some fucking damage if you get up close to people um, when you're doing that. Uh, the mobility stuff is still, like, spot on. Like, it yeah. is so easy to do really cool stuff in there like the wall running just feels right but they help you enough to make it feel cool um the there's enough kind of um unlocks and stuff in there where like the unlock i was playing with is like if you aim your gun while you're wall running you'll hook onto the wall and just hang there and take people out until you let go and then you'll continue oh it's just like the weird like hover stuff that you get in other games so that's so there's they totally have the halo 5 like if you aim in mid-air you can hover but that's like a later level unlock this is like specific wall running and they've got a grappling hook which is one of the the class level um one of the class abilities which is cool and i've seen people do some really nuts stuff with it where it's not it's not a grappling hook you can just like throw up to a high place and then shoot up to that high place like there's some momentum involved in it so you're what you're actually better doing is double jumping out into the middle of nowhere hooking onto like a like a like a telegraph pole or like a mast or something like that swinging round doing a 180 swinging round the pole taking someone out landing and continuing on like that's the kind of stuff right. you're good for as opposed did to you do, did you high. do the cool thing from all the trailers where you like hook a guy in the sky and kick him yeah that that Yep, the nice. first time you pull that off is really fun. Uh, it's a lot easier to get onto onto enemy titans now, especially if you've got the grappling hook, because like you can just get above somebody, grapple them, and then you just get basically pull down onto their back. Um, yeah, there's, they, they've made a lot of really cool improvements to that to that game. Um, the new mode actually that they showed that's in the the beta. So there's three modes in the beta. There was um, pilots versus pilots, which is just like deathmatch with no titans. 
which is kind of pointless almost because it like yeah it, it feels like Call of Duty but slightly more with more mobility. So why yeah. would you just make that thing? Because um, anyone who wants to play that is probably playing Call of Duty. There is like a domination mode, which name I can't remember. But um, the only the only addition to that is that once you capture a point, if you stay on that point, it becomes an amped point. So there's like a like a like another bar that goes around second point. state. Yeah, so you get more points as it stays amped, but the amped continually ch- ticks down when people aren't there. So it'll still be your point, but if you really want the double points, you kind of want people defending and continually topping it up. Which yeah. Is- which is cool. Which is a, which is a nice thing. But the, the main cool mode, idea. Yeah. But the main mode that people were playing is Bounty Hunt, which is one of the best multiplayer modes I think I've played in a long, long time. Um, yeah. Because people don't. There's kind of everyone's done everything. Like everything's like a permutation on like gun game or crossbow yeah. knives or whatever that one from. Even is, is is Bounty Hunt not just like kind of like a MOBA? Hmm. <laughs> There's kind like of. there's like neutral mobs that you have to kill to gain stuff, yeah, so, and there are other players so which you can kill as well. And... Bounty Hunt is the the one use that they still got of the the AI um, troops that were in the first game. Yeah. They aren't in any either of the other two modes. And basically, what happens is um, two teams start from opposite ends, and drop ships get dropped in with these AI units, and you get money for every like so like the base grunt. If you kill one of them, you get ten dollars. The robots, you get twenty. Um, the big advanced robot you get 50 and then they'll occasionally drop titans like AI controlled titans and you get more money for but the thing that makes it slightly more interesting is you have to bank the amount of money you've got so there's a there's a point in each base in each side of the map where they, where you start that you need to run up to and hold square and it'll just it'll funnel your money out into the bank and that's right, the, right. The, the, the money counts towards your score so you can, oh, be, cool. you can be walking around with $400, but it doesn't contribute to your team's score until you get sure. back to the base and bank it. And the bank's only open for a limited amount of time in between the waves. And oh, that's a good idea. If you die while you have a bounty, you lose half your bounty. Like right. 50% of it just goes. So if you, so again, you've got that thing of like, I've got 200, I could stay out here for another wave and start, keep going, but I might lose like half of it immediately as soon as I get taken down. And you go down super quick in this game as well. Like it's like sure. Call of Duty levels of like, a quick double tap and you're out. Um, so yeah, so the, the the ability you have to go back and kind of bank and teams kind of stick together to cover each other while they're banking. And the guy who gets the big bounty, like people will usually try and help him help them to get back to bank it, so it counts the team. Um, and if you kill someone, I th- it seems like you get like ten to twenty percent of whatever their current bounty is. So you get so if you find like so if you manage to take out their high bounty player, then you get some of their stuff. It's it's a really cool mode. It, it works really, really well. And also it creates what you want in these kind of modes where it creates these choke points next to each of the the banks because they're not they're not necessarily like near spawn locations, but they are right. on the opposite side of the map. So as everyone's fighting each other, when the bank opens up, people will just run to the closest one, like regardless of what their team is. Yeah, sure. So there are skirmishes that happen around the bank, which is... Yeah, I was really, going to say, that makes for a really interesting dynamic of yeah, like fighting over points. And, yeah. It's so demoralizing when you're running home to, to dump a bunch of money and you get, like, you just turn the corners of dude there and it's whoever reacts first just gets it. It's, um, yeah. But yeah, it's a really, really cool mode. I'm really... That game could be really awesome, but it's already, even after the second weekend, it was like, okay, like... Is this really like all there is? Like, is this enough for a game? But also, there's the whole single player side of it, which they haven't 
which all we have is a story trailer for. Like, we don't actually know anything about it. Sure. But the if the tutorial in that game is anything to go by, they are really... They're, they're trying, because there's some story stuff in that tutorial. Well, yeah, you, the, the, the trailer made it seem like you had your cool robot buddy and he would save your life and grow totally. to love the robot and then eventually it'll blow up probably um, yeah. it seems like they're it seems like they're really thinking about that that, that stuff yeah and the, the level up mechanic is slightly different as well where it's not it's the first game I've seen in a long time that doesn't actually have XP it's got it's basically like if you're on like level 5 you have 5 um, you basically have to earn 5 merits to get to the next level I don't think I think it kind of exponentially rises but you basically have 5 slots to get um, commend- commendations or merits or something like that but like, yeah. if you win a game, you get a merit. If you are like in the top three of your team, you get a merit. Every time you level up a weapon or a titan or a skill, you get a merit. Um, that kind of stuff. So it's it makes it seem a lot more attainable. Like as opposed right. to like, oh god, I'm ten thousand XP away from my next level, or I just need to win two more games because I only have two spaces left, and like I just yeah. need to fill it. Um, so yeah, it's 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 super cool, and then you unlock like attachments to your guns and all the usual yeah. LJ stuff. It's yeah, that that game could be really it interesting. seems like a damn cool game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's like in September I think it's out. Some of that. Can't it's soon. I know that much. Yeah, and it they, it seems like the team are very responsive to changes as well because there was a lot of um, complaints after the first weekend that it's much more difficult to get your Titan in that bounty hunter mode because yeah. it's purely just down to kills. So a lot of people just weren't seeing a Titan for the entire match, so they tweaked that in between, and then it felt a lot better at the end. So yeah, yeah, it's cool. We'll see how it goes. Um, and last thing I have, the, I got finally, finally, finally got some time with some VR headsets at the weekend. Oh, really? Good. So, like I said, as you can still hear in the background, it is the end of the Edinburgh Festival, and one of the things that were running during it was the Edinburgh Digital Entertainment Festival or something along those lines. Right. I can't quite remember the name of it. But one of the things was like, hey, we've got a bunch of VR headsets with a bunch of stuff on them, like pay a fee and you can come in and play with them all. Um, so I went and played with a bunch of them. So it's my first experience with Vive with the controllers. Right. That is that is something else. That it's thing. weird, right? Yeah. Um, so the, all they had was the, the tilt brush stuff, the tilt brush sure. demo. But yeah, like very, very quickly, a bunch of things hit you when you put it on and you go... Man, that's really low resolution screen. But then, yeah. like very, very quickly, you're like, "Oh, it doesn't fucking matter because I am manipulating this world, and it's exactly, yeah, my hands are exactly where I think they should be, and I'm connecting things in 3D space because I know where they are." Yeah, they're um, very like connected to where you would actually be, and totally. yeah. it was it was super cool. Like it's it's a fantastic. It is a, it is a bizarre and really really cool thing, and everybody should try it if yep. you get the chance. The tech, it's... the tech works. Which I, everyone has said so far, but like, yes, the tech actually works. The tech works, yeah. Um, so I played with tilt brush stuff. I played a space thing called Home, which I've never seen before. It seems like it's a like a it's a tech demo basically, but it's like a little story. Like you're on the International Space Station and you need to go out and repair one of their um, one of their sat- their solar panels, and meteor strike hits and you get cast off and you have to fly yourself back in and stuff like that but the thing was the, the thing was different but this was the controllers were representing the controllers were your hands but like you had arms that were attached to your body so like as you put the controllers out like you had the full arm and it was basically in the right position for your arm so yeah. that was a whole new level of like oh shit these are my arms and like you're you're holding on to the side of the space station and kind of pulling yourself along it 
like by grabbing onto these handles. You've got like a tool belt that you open your toolbox and I opened my toolbox to, to open to to get one of the tools out of it and um, pulled it out and missed and it started floating off into space and I had to like go after it and grab it back again. Yeah, it felt it felt really really good. Problem. The only problem with that though, it felt was, natural. Like it t- totally. It felt we, like yeah. Oh yeah, the tools are on my belt. There's my belt. I can go grab the tool. Like it's yeah. fucking there. Um, the frame rate on that thing was not good to the point where it was like, oh, this is how people get sick. Like especially yeah. like the track. when things stutter and it breaks in your head. Yeah, totally. Like when those when the the especially when you were inside the ship, um, it seemed like the tracking on the controllers was maybe a little bit broken because my hands were really juddery. And as I looked about, like there was a definite some frame drop, and yeah, that was the point where you're like, oh, I need to just look forward because this is not a good, a good look. Yeah. Um, but once you get inside, yeah, it was it was. Did you do Did you do the thing that I told you to do, where like you start doing stuff and then whip it off your head really quickly? Yeah. So so like they were obviously not being anyone like it being like the department's thing. Like I wasn't just going to yeah. yank the headset off. But there's a definite bit of like. Especially when you're doing something like that, where where you were tilt brush, where I had this whole shock. Yeah, like I'd drawn all this stuff around me, and I was like, "Yeah, okay, I think I need to, I need to go now." And I just I yanked the headset off my head, and it was like, "Oh yeah, this is what the real world looks like." Yep. Like, I I purposely did it at the worst possible time, so I probably felt it worse. But yeah, you definitely get a weird. You you were testing the limits of that thing. I was trying to be a slightly more. Yeah, I was I was doing it while swinging like from a tree with a grappling hook, and (laughs) quickly ripped it off my head. So my brain suddenly went from, oh, you're flying through the air, but oh god, it's the ground. And yeah, totally. like, my body reacted very badly to this, that. The but, space stuff was kind of intimidating at points where you're like, oh, there's nothing sure. below my feet. Like, the at least, the at least, like if you if you turn around and look to the left, like your view goes with it, but you're also quite clearly in a helmet. So like the sides of the helmet are all kind of scratched and glassy. So sure. like you at least had a little bit of like, I can't. Like you're you're inside something, which made it feel slightly better. But like, because I think if I was just open like that, like yeah, that would have been a little bit too much. But one of the things I did notice, because I also played a couple of Oculus things as well, there was a guy there yeah. who was demoing his own. Like, I'm just fucking playing with VR, and I want to see what 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 I can do with it. And he had his own Oculus there, and he'd basically redone something that was very similar to like the opening of Game of Thrones, with like stuff coming out the ground and unfolding and all this kind of stuff. And you're just standing on a tower while like people are attacking the walls that are coming up and there's dragons flying about and all this kind of stuff. And you're looking about going, yeah, this is kind of cool. Like, this is fine. And then the dragon like lands in front of you and you're like, oh, that's a big thing that is right sure. in my face. And um, so with that one, like scale was a big thing. You're like, that is a big fucking thing. And it's right there. And I don't like being this close to this thing. I need to, I need to walk backwards. And like directly behind or behind to my left, there was like a, a like a bucket of spears, and I turned around and a bunch of the spears were like in my face. I was like, oh god, right? Oh no. wow, Jeez. yeah, like that was that was kind of cool. Um, but weirdly enough, the most effective one I tried for the whole day was um, it was another Oculus thing. It's a thing called Abe VR, which got a bunch of press a couple of months ago. So there was a short film that appeared called I think it was just called Abe or something like that, which is about. Um, it, it, yeah, it's a, it's a woman wakes up and she's strapped into a bed, like a medical bed, and this eight, this bipedal robot comes in and starts pontificating about like how humans have it so easy and like you don't realize how lucky you have it. And I like I I'm a robot. I shouldn't know how to love things. And 
yeah. starts fondling like a lot of medical equipment, like scalpels next to the woman, and it gets. It's a pretty creepy little um, short film. It's only like twelve or thirty minutes long. Sure. Um. So the guys that made it then remade the thing in Unreal Four, Ooh. and put you in the on the medical bed, and I tried that thing, and it was just an Oculus. I didn't have. You obviously like you're strapped to bed. You don't have any control. But yeah, which is good for Oculus because you can't fucking move. Totally. Yeah. Um. So you're strapped in this bed, and I'm looking about, going, "Yep, this is totally a woman's body." And that guy on my right over there is—that's an arm, bloody arm, hanging out of that thing. That that um other bed over there, and that's a tray of really scary looking party things. Like, what is yeah. what is this all about? Because I'd seen bits of, I'd seen screenshots of the the video, the film, so I knew roughly what was going to happen. But there's nothing quite like when he's like Abe is like over you, like with his head, like, and he's got, he's got no like all he's got is like these two kind of blue eyes and like a gap where uh, like a, a slit down the front where the the two halves of his head join together. So this is this like kind of featureless, just eyes, just on top of you with a scalpel, and it's really kind. It was really intimidating, like genuinely yeah. kind of. I'm sure that sounds fucking terrifying yeah. to be honest. And there's a, there's a great moment where, like, um, at the very start, as you're looking about before Abe walks in, like this butterfly flies by by your screen, kind of lands on your knee, and then floats off again. And there's a point while Abe is pontificating where the 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 butterfly comes back into your view and starts kind of flying about. And he, I can't remember what he says, but he says something, and then just like very quickly, like scalpels the butterfly, and it falls in two halves. And you're just like, oh, fuck. Like, that thing was Jesus. inches away from my face. Like, that was not... Um, but they kind of ruin it at the very, very end where they do a really cheap, like, spoilers for maybe the thing. But, hey, you don't come out of that thing alive, right? But, yeah, sure. Um, basically, at the end of it, as he, he realises, or as you realise what he's about to do, takes, like, one of the kind of bone saws and basically tries to take the top of your head off. Which, right. in this short film is really good because they, they frame it really well and it's graphic enough where it's it, it's effective. But in first person, like, it's this, right, really canned woman scream and, like, this kind of shitty blood effect that goes over your vision and you're just like, right, yeah. ah, you were doing so well and then you just fucked it up. And right you broke and it, yeah. Like, that's the point where I started laughing, where I was like, yeah, that's not, nah. But up to that point, really really intimidating, really effective use of that technology. And it was the best looking demo I'd seen as well. Like, Unreal 4 looked fucking spectacular. In yeah, there. sure. Um, but yeah, so like, VR works and I will get there eventually. I just need to work out how. Because again, I'm looking around this room and I'm just like, I don't have a lot of space to do this kind of thing. And Yeah, yeah, yeah that that's... room's not, yeah. It's not particularly huge, but it might be enough, or I don't know. We'll see. But um, yeah, that was kind of everything I had, which was a lot. Yeah. But um, oh, and also I started playing Undertale. I'm not. Why? I'm not convinced yet, but yeah. we'll see. Um, I as 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 much as much as that game got so much credit, I have no interest in playing it anymore because the internet ruined it for me. Like not not like the specifics of the story or anything like that but the fucking fan base behind that game just entirely turns me off to it so I do not want to play so that, it that's kind of why I need to know is because like people who love that game fucking love that game and it won sure. a bunch of like real game of the year recognition stuff and I was like I need to know why I need to get I need to know mm-hmm. for myself 
And, like, there's been a couple of... We'll, we'll talk about it when I finish it, I'm sure. But, yeah, just not... Maybe it's because I don't have a connection to that genre. Or, like, those old versions yeah, maybe. of that genre. Yeah, maybe. It seems but, very specific to that, yeah. Yeah, like, some of the writing's pretty funny, but it's not... That's not its focus. Like, it's still too much of an RPG for me to... Like, a traditional JRPG for me to really get into it. Um, like, there's fucking random battles in that game. Why are there random battles in that game? They're not that... They're not funny enough to warrant while I'm trying to solve this kind of shitty puzzle anyway that you're making me do these fights over and over again. It's just like... Yeah. Eh, it's not worth it. Um, but yeah, that's everything for me. What have you been up to? Um, well, I don't know. A whole lot of Deus Ex. Uh, still... Every so often we'll jump into uh, Elder Scrolls Legends. I'm still oh, course, enjoying yeah. that as a, as a collectible tra- card game. I actually managed to like build a deck that semi worked. Being like a not veteran Magic the Gathering player, but I played it for a few years now, so I understand how to build decks and stuff like that. I was able to build one that seemed to be quite effective. I was like, oh, cool! So it still works, and I'm now playing that to see what happens. Um, still playing I Am Setsna. Um, oh, yeah. That that game finally clicked to me. And everything just kind of... Like, I explained the systems and stuff like that, but and I understand what was going on. But, like, everything suddenly clicked, and, like, that game, when you understand how it all fits together and plays and where the story's kind of going, it, it's really great. I'm not going to say it's it's incredible. It's very good. It's very much, this is what we would have done with Chrono, uh, Chrono Trigger if it was 2016. Right. It's not the best in the world but I, I would have liked it if they'd done something a bit different with the story instead of sticking with the mainstream and all that sort of stuff but it's still mm-hmm. it's interesting enough sure um, good I'm, I'm, glad, fucking, I'm glad people are getting something out of that game yeah soundtrack in the game is fucking incredible yeah, holy shit I, I, that I had, soundtrack I had is brilliant it. it's, it's something else it's a really 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 different and individual soundtrack that does a lot of things it's, it's great yeah definitely yeah, but that's that's basically it. Well, that's done, kind of it. Uh, I've kind of I've dabbled like a little bit in um, you know Paragon that MOBA yes. that the Unreal guys are making because I was like, oh yeah, that's an open beta now. I should try that, and I yeah. like played a couple of games of it, and it's like it's very mobile like, but it's I need to keep going to see if that it's a, got anything different. Yeah, because I played the 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 closed beta for a little bit, and I was yeah. just like, yeah, that is a mobile ass mobile. Like, oh, I it's, it's it's a MOBA. I cannot, I cannot comprehend half of this stuff, so I was waiting for you yeah. to get into it to, to explain to me whether it's it a good or bad it version is, of that. It definitely, it definitely is a MOBA. I can tell you that much. It can. It, it, it's not even try. It's not even try to dress it up like something else. It knows it's a MOBA. Mm-hmm. I just need to actually play it more to understand if it's good or not. Sure. But um, yeah, that's basically all I've done. Cool. Interesting. It's just been all all DSX all the time. <laughs> yeah, I think that's how it's going to go for a little bit. Yeah. Um, so I believe you have a, it's your turn to pick us some music to go into into our break. Yes. Um, funnily, funnily enough, I'm just going to uh, use one of the tracks from Iron Setzner um, okay. because, like I said last last week, this the, the soundtrack in that game is entirely built for a solo piano, sure, which is really different and unlike kind of any other soundtrack you'll hear this year. It, a couple, I, I really like individual if people know me they understand what I like in music and like I really I really like like single instrumental stuff because it means that they have to like they have to do a lot with their instrument this is and true while, I can confirm this yeah the the piano in this while it, it occupies a very specific tone and mood 
like it's trying to get the the kind of the winterness and all that it's trying to get all that in its music it does it in incredibly different ways throughout this the, the different songs and the soundtrack to convey different moments in the story or aspects of a character it's it's phenomenal it's an amazing like achievement and thing that they have done um so i'm gonna use one of the i think it's the second overworld music which is kind of like because it's the overworld it's just it's, it's mainly just there for you to get the kind of the winter of it the kind of sparseness the white the, the, the ambience the, the ambience of the winter and all that sort of stuff so i've chosen this track called frozen highlands cool. um you can enjoy cool um so yeah if you check the post you can see where you can go to pick that up it is on yep. sale it's for sale on yeah you, you get it on or? you can get it on steam uh it's on spotify you can buy a physical copy from square if you want that sure. um but yeah you can get it it's Cool. So enjoy uh, this track from Ayn Sitsuna and we'll be back after this. So that was Frozen Highlands from the I Am Setsuna soundtrack called Winter's End. Uh, as you can now tell, it does a really good job of kind of getting the ambience of that, the particular uh, over overworld map of that game. There are there are different songs in that soundtrack that convey different things, uh, but that one is very good at just giving you the real winter vibe sure. of that game. It's fantastic. Yeah. Cool. I'm going to talk when it gets to the end of the year. I'm going to talk a lot about the soundtrack because yeah, there's so I, much. That, I need to really do a deep dive into it just to kind yeah. of get the feeling. Yeah, it's going to come up. Um, yeah. So again, not a lot of news this week. A uh, couple of couple of interesting things. Um, this is kind of more of a personal thing, but what uh, there was a couple of articles that get written, opinion articles, particularly the one on um, Polygon about people asking for multiplayer in no man's sky yes and my there was my favorite one was the it's a tweet or it was a photo it was a photo of a tweet because the tweet was going to disappear at some point um which is oh sorry this is from from a from a forum which says somebody saying the thing that probably pisses people most off is that the data is there your position what weapon you're using your spaceship Etc. It would take max one week for one employee for one employee to implement multiplayer vision. So it'd be like World of Warcraft, where you can see each other but not interact physically with each other. Then three to four weeks for collision, if that's what it wanted. So it becomes more like GTA Five multiplayer. That is a cool. man who has never developed software in their life before. Sure. Alone fucking games. Like that is a software issue, and no feature of that magnitude is going to take a week, let alone four, three to four weeks. That's months of yeah. work. Um, but the main reason why I'm bringing it up is it's, it's very clear that 
people have zero idea what goes into making a video game. Like, just... Like, oh, yeah, oh no, like, this, this, this should be easy. Why are they not doing the thing I want? It should be easy. And it kind of comes back to, like, the, the fact that if people are not involved, even in... Cre- not even programming, in anything creative. Like, if you look back to the... Um, the Skyrim mods catastrophe from last year, like yes, people going the paid mods. Yeah. yeah, like why should pe- why should I pay for mods? People should just do this shit for free, and it's like, well, no, like these people ob- are putting in a lot of time yeah, and effort like you, and creativity. You've obviously, you maybe yeah. you've obviously never done anything creative in your life before. Like that's kind of well, yeah, it's like, it's, it's, it is that, but it's also like the people that are saying that are probably people who have been playing video games for a while, probably played on a PC, and so are used to getting their, you know, the skins for Unreal Tournament and all the cool mods and stuff like that that you got for free back in the day. And yeah. But now that there is now a, an easy outlet for people to maybe start earning money off of their creative endeavours, they should yeah. maybe start... Fo- Granted, they did it wrong with Skyrim because oh, they yeah, forced that, it way too quickly. The and, implementation of that thing was a joke. Like, yeah. That was bad. But, but it's definitely... It is, again, we say this a lot, it's a conversation that needs to be had because yeah. it is important. It's just like, yeah, it's just like if, it, again, if you don't know what you're talking about, let somebody who does know what they're talking about say a thing and if somebody says this is a difficult thing to do they probably know that they probably mean it yeah yeah oh so it infuriated me i sent it to a bunch of uh, people who are not even gamers just are software developers and was just yeah. like yeah fucking fuck that guy <laughs> like obviously never never gone anywhere near it um so this is not even a video game thing i just thought it was applicable to you um i came across this article in Kentucky. Headline, serious D&D player chugs wine underwater to settle rules dispute. <laughs> Which, I think I remember this. I didn't read the article, but I remember the headline. So yeah. this was a post on... Um, Probably some Reddit somewhere. It doesn't look like a Reddit thing. It looks like a forum of some description. Basically, okay, like, a, sure. like a Dungeon Master's forum. Um, oh, okay. He couldn't find... This is from the article... Dungeon Master couldn't find a by-the-book approach to a comically specific role-playing scenario, drinking a potion underwater one-handed. Puzzled, he asked the role-playing forum what to do. So he says, like, I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but it's like, what did I do? Do I ask for a dexterity check? What DC? Is it even possible? Couldn't find anything in the books about using potions yeah, like, underwater how in the first you, place. Yeah. How, do yeah. you, how do you make a ruling on this? So why not? the conversation went on for a little bit, um, uh, which says a lot about like how people approach this kind of stuff. And then one of the Dungeon Masters, a self-proclaimed huge dumb nerd, their quotes, not mine, um, <laughs> decided to go the opposite route. So I'm just reading from the article now. Using a bathtub, a bottle of red guitar wine, and just one thumb, he discerned exactly what mechanic was necessary in this highly specific scenario. <laughs> so Great. This, so, I love D&D players are the best. <laughs> so, this, so this is from his reply now. I'm a huge dumb nerd, so I went and proved this for myself with a bathtub and a bottle of red guitar. By pulling the cork with my teeth and then immediately folding my thumb over the lips of the bottle, I managed to leak only the merest iota of wine. If I had the clearance to stand upright instead of kneeling there like a moron, dunking my head and holding the bottle sideways, then the only leak would have been from the margin of air at the top of the container. Um, so my answer is yes, this is a trivial exercise. Even asking for a dex check would be too much. Only a small child would have a particularly difficult time with this. You may as well ask for a strength check to extract your foot from your shoe. Which is just... That's some fucking dedication <laughs> right there. Like That's fucking great. I love D D. D D is the best game ever. Um, speaking I've... of D D, the two things that happened at my last D session that I now need to tell you about. Yeah. Uh, one of the players is a paladin and at a specific level paladins get a spell that let them summon a mount. 
Yep. And it, but it's like celestial. So he leveled up and went, okay, it said to the DM, I want to pick my mount. It's like, sure, what do you want? It's like, I want a battle pig. <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah, I want a battle pig. I said, what the fuck's a battle pig? It's like, you know, like a, like a dire boar thing. Right. And they had a massive argument about can dire boars be celestial? And it was like, <laughs> okay. do you have some godly pig? Do you have something that's gone from some other place? But eventually it just kind of, he caved and was like, yeah, fine, you can fucking summon a battle pig. <laughs> and I was like, all right, well, if he gets a battle pig, I'm going to do this. Next session when we were like coming back and we were like distributing the gold and stuff like that, I ended up with like 300 gold or something like that. Mm. I was like looking through the book and I was like, okay, so we've got 300 gold, right? And the DM was like, yeah, sure. I was like, so we can go shopping in this city, right? It's like, yeah, you can pretty much get anything. This is like a big trade city. And I was like, cool. Flicking through the player's handbook. It's like, great. I want to buy an elephant. It's like, oh, Jesus. what? I was like, it says in the book, elephants are 200 gold. And he's like, fucking flick, 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 flick. Fuck, you're right. It's like, I want an elephant. It's like, give me a few weeks. I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so now he has to work so out. I may, or, I may or may not get an elephant for my character in a couple Jeez. weeks. So that'll be great. Good to know. Fuck yeah! You need to tell us what happens when that. When oh, D and D's the best game ever. You D and D's so good. I love D and D. Below from Cappy has been delayed again. For like it's not delayed si- indefinitely. Did not was the last delay not soon? Air they quotations. Have, yeah, they haven't said a date. Um, yeah. So basically, they're going dark until they have a date. It was meant to be out this summer. It ain't happening. You ain't gonna hear from them again until they have a date. So. We'll see. That game, I, I have no idea what that game even is. Like, it's been that long. I'm um, guessing it's some sort of roguelike. <laughs> probably. You're probably right. Um, do you remember Alison Road? Uh, is, oh, I remember the name. I don't remember what it is. It's the PT-inspired horror yes. game yes. that went on yes. Kickstarter and then just suddenly got cancelled. Or didn't it hit? Yeah, it did Kickstarter and then suddenly get cancelled or whatever it was. Um, and then stopped. It's back again. One of the guys from the team just went, fuck it, and started working on it on, on his own, <laughs> basically. Um, sure. And said, work will be much slower, because I'm only myself, but it's still going. Uh, it'll be funded by himself. Um, so did it actually... Yeah, it did, it did make its Kickstarter goal, but then get cancelled. So he's not going back to Kickstarter, he's funding it himself. Um, and he's sure. Just, so it's, it exists, just much slower than than it was before. A um, couple of PlayStation things. Uh, PlayStation Now is on PC, so you can now stream PS3 games using the same technology to your PC. And they also, Sony released a USB dongle so you can wirelessly connect your PS4 DualShock to your PC, which I'm presuming has the proper drivers and everything involved. So Sure. Hey, if you want to play Last, uh, Last of Us on your PC, you now totally can. Um, and the... Version f- the firmware four beta has started, and some of the stuff they're bringing is pretty good. They're doing like a UI refresh, so they're changing the style of a bunch of stuff, and they're adding folders, which is something people really wanted, and they're just kind of restyling a bunch of things. So that's in beta now. It'll probably be out. I don't know. October is usually how long these things last. So mm-hmm. yeah, we'll see. I think the most important news that we never expected to see, especially this quickly, Konami are making a new Metal Gear game. Fuck, dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So it's not a pachinko machine. No. It's also not what you want, probably. Yeah, there's a fantastic... It's little... fucking crazy, like, a, a Metal Gear game, but it's not, like... Watching first the of all, it's not got Hideo Kojima behind it, so I don't know how well yeah. it's going to go, but... 
Watching Still. the rise and fall of this story was fascinating, where you tell people, like, can I make a new Metal Gear game? And they go, what? And then they say, but it's yeah. not a pachinko machine. They go, what? And then yeah, this, like, is the, this is the exact conversation I had with someone in my work when it got literally announced. I sat down at my desk and turned to my friend and went, can I make another Metal Gear game? They went, what? No, they're not. I went, it's not a pachinko machine. They went, what? And I went, it's a co-op zombie survival game. And he went, oh, right. Yeah, totally. Like <laughs> everyone's, everyone I knew switched off at that point as well. Yeah. Um, it's a co-op survival game. Yeah, so it's called Metal Gear Survive. Survival. So it's not yeah. even a solid game. It is MGS, which I thought was quite It is funny. Metal Gear Survive. Uh, Metal Gear Survive. Yes, yeah. Metal Gear Survive. Um, so yeah, it seems like they're going for a kind of like Left 4 Dead style thing. But nobody's seen any gameplay. They just had like a like a trailer, um, like a story trailer. And going by the story trailer, when um, the, the base blows up at the start of Metal Gear 5... Everyone that was left in the base gets sucked into a wormhole. Yes, and, and goes to which, another. Which people are right in justifying there were wormholes in Metal Gear Five. There were, yes, there were so wormholes in Metal Gear Five. That's not completely crazy. It's fucking mental, but it's not completely out of the realm of that specific game yeah. universe. And the zombies look a lot like the skulls from Metal Gear Five, yes. and except with crazy crystals in their head. Yeah, and it's still the Fox engine. So what this screams to me is like, hey, we've got this really awesome engine and a bunch of assets that we're not really doing anything with. What yeah. can we put together quickly? And yeah, this seems like the thing. It might be good. We don't know, but it may be but I, I, I'm not convinced no me neither I think if anyone in this day and age tells me that they're making a co-op zombie survival game I'm just like alright yeah, sure I'm kind of done you're going to release well. it on early access too of course you are yep <laughs> um, these yeah. guys aren't but it's probably not no. going to be a good game so no. it's going to be it's going to be hey I'm willing to put money down now it's going to be microtransactioned out of the ass so yep but you'll love it because it's almost like Yakuza Dead Souls <laughs> Are you, like, taking really good franchising and putting zombies in them and making a shit game, right? Yeah, Yakuza 5's coming. Mm-hmm. I keep looking at it going, hmm. Cause, yeah, you I probably f- should do it. I, I, the actual I, Yakuza games are good. Yeah, it seems like, yeah. I think one of them appeared on PlayStation Now at one point, so I might just check into that. Um, yeah, we'll see. But yeah, that was that was kind of all, that was it. <laughs> that was that was all that's uh, happened over so the past not, couple of weeks. Not a lot then, sure. Yeah, kind of. The, the Metal Gear Survive was the big... The big story, I think. Um, so, next couple of weeks, like, Deus Ex was the last game I kind of cared about the, for the rest for of the year. For this year? I think so. There Was must that... be other stuff, right? That's, so I'm looking now. It's got to like, be something else. So I'm looking now at what's coming out. Um, okay, September. Oh, ReCore, sorry. Start September. Um, NHL 17? Uh no. Oh, d- sorry, that was the other news that I didn't actually write down. Jazz Punk Director's Cut. Oh, fuck yes, with the one of the best trailers I've ever seen in it. Totally. Yeah. Uh, September 20th, it's Jazz Punk coming to consoles with a bunch of like extra levels. and the beard you shit in it, yeah. Yeah, like they're, they're doing a proper four-player, multiplayer version of Wedding Quake, which is... Yeah. Jazz oh, Punk was our fuck. Game of the Year Wedding 2014 Quake. for a good reason. And yes, a very, very good reason. <laughs> Uh, they're going to give me more of that. So yeah, we'll see. Um, oh, a, oh, that's what it is. There's a Sonic Boom game in September. There's a Sonic Boom game? There's Sonic another Boom, one? Fire and Ice, September 27th. Sure, okay. Fuck. Well, I've got like Sim 6. You've got Titanfall to look forward to, right? 
Titanfall's not sh- not in September. September. Oh, it must be October. October. Yeah, I'm only looking up to the You said for the whole year. Yeah, you're, like, you're right. There totally is stuff. I just couldn't remember what was yeah, on the list. Yeah, like, I've got uh, Civ 6, there's Titanfall 2, there's Dishonored 2, yeah. that I'll play and you won't. Yeah. Um, Final Fantasy 15, if that game's good. Yeah. There's a new South Park game that I know you'll like. Oh, yes, that, okay, yes, that is this year. Fucking Divinity Original Sin 2. I'm so yes. excited. <laughs> is that this year? I thought it only just got yeah, announced. December. December. Oh, weird. Or it's okay. supposed to be December. They don't quite know yet because it's still a little Kickstarter-y. But sure, it, they sure. said December this year. Um, the Steep of December. Steep, steep is supposed to be the this steep. year. Okay, yeah, there's totally yeah. stuff. There's Watch totally Dogs stuff. 2 in November. There's still a bunch oh, of yes. shit coming out, okay. dude. Yeah, totally. I just I completely forgot. Like, Day 6 was the only thing I'd written down on my calendar. So, from here on, don't know. Um, oh, also, like, just randomly, Day 6 Go, the mobile Go yes. game in Day 6. Yeah. It's totally one of those games. It's really cool. It's sure. It's a really good version of one of those games they've added. It's uh, really interesting. I get really upset because it says that Persona Five is coming out in September, and I know that's only for Japan. Yeah, the year <sighs> next year. Start next year. Yeah, February next year. Sure, you'll get it. At least, you, at least you confirmed it's coming. Uh, but look how many months Japan have where I don't have it, and they do. It's true. Look you, at you, the, how is that fair? Trust me, you'll be able to watch every single part of that game by the time it gets released. I don't want year. to. I want to play it. But but I want to play it at the same time. That ju- yes, <laughs> but you'll know it's all there, ready to be watched. No, you don't want to watch it. No, I want to play it. Yeah, I, I mainly right. want to listen to it. I want to yeah. listen to the soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, I want to. Uh, yes, because you want to translate it is the thing. Like the Japanese yeah, version is completely incomprehensible. I want to hear the the dub voices. Yeah, it'll be all anime. Hopefully and crazy. they're good. Hopefully they're really good. Um, I mean. Part of the the charm of Persona is that the voiceovers are kind of shitty. Oh, really? No, not yeah. shitty. They're actually they're they're good voiceovers, but they're good for a high school anime. Sure. So all the characters have got their weird individual <laughs> style that sure. are all yeah. Okay. Yes. Last thing before we because we need to cut this off pretty soon. Um, I ended up watching Thunderbolt Fantasy, the first episode. Yeah, I watched that. a little bit of it as well. That thing is as kind weird of weird as shit. Yeah. Go look it up. I'm not going to. We'll talk about it next time. But everyone listening, yeah. go look up Thunderbolt Fantasy. It's needs watched. Definitely, it's definitely different. Yeah. Um. So we'll be back in two weeks. But until then, GameEngineStart.com is the name of the website where you can find all of our stuff, the videos, the articles, and uh, the podcasts will be up there. Uh, YouTube.com/slash/GameEngineStart is our video channel. You can subscribe on there and get stuff usually a little bit before they hit the main site. We are on Twitter and Facebook. If you search GameEngineStart, you'll find us on there. Uh, podcast at gameengine is the email address if you want to get in touch and that's it we'll be back in two weeks enjoy whatever it is you're gaming and we'll see you then bye goodbye